Learn to Mother, the incredible, emotional, and life-changing transformation we take when we go on our journey into motherhood. From all things conception to postpartum and parenthood, I will be talking with parents and hearing their stories of navigating these times while sharing helpful information along the way. Together, we'll be covering all stories, no matter how you have chosen to conceive, birth, or parent. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to episode seven of Maiden to Mother. Today we're talking with Logan. How are you going, Logan? Really good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, can you start by introducing yourself and tell us about where you live and who's in your family? Yes, my name's Logan. I'm on the Gold Coast and I have my fiancé, Brayden, and my two babies, Zara and Oakley. So we have a lot to get through with both the babies. So we're going to get started with Zara. Can you tell us about your conception with Zara? Was she planned? Um, No, (laughs) she was not planned. (laughs) The happy surprise? Oh, definitely a happy surprise. Um, About, I don't even know how long it was before I found out she was pregnant. I was actually told that I couldn't have kids. Um by a doctor I was going there because my periods were on and off and I was like oh see what's going on and she told me I had um PCOS but it was quite bad yeah and I had a lot of cysts all in my ovaries and she's like yeah you'll have to either do um IVF IVF yeah so so something like that or adopt and I just like lost it I was crying and I went to my mom my sister and like everyone was crying because it's all I wanted to be was a mom and then I let it alone. I was like, you know what? It's all right. When the time comes, like we can do IVF or anything like that. And then however long it was, I think it was maybe like three or four months later, um, I found out I was pregnant. So I was like, oh, I should go back and show that doctor, <laughs> you know, thanks for that. <laughs> Absolutely. How did you know you were pregnant? Um, I was on a cruise and I was feeling really sick. <laughs> I thought it was just... Um, motion sickness, yeah. sea sickness, yeah. But I got back and I'm like, weird. Like I'm not on the not on the pill anymore, and I should have had my period. And then took a test, and woohoo, there she is. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Was Brayden with you when you found out? No, um, he was actually about to go to New Zealand for a festival with his mates. Oh. <laughs> so I was literally in the car with the pregnancy test, and I called him. I was like, yes. Yeah, so I know you're about to get on a plane but we're pregnant and he was like um are you serious I was like yes and he's like oh my god he's just freaked out silent he's just like I can't believe it but I have to turn my phone off because I'm getting on a plane I was like like, okay well think about it and then when you land like call me back he would have just been stewing that whole plane ride yeah he was like oh my god like we we didn't plan for this right now oh my god oh that's amazing though yeah so how was your pregnancy with Zara Um, really good. So when I came back, obviously I had that motion sickness, um, at the start, which was actually the first trimester, Mm -hmm. um, morning sickness, which I didn't know. But then after that, it was just, yeah, really great. I didn't have anything at all. I just started to get a bit tired towards, towards the end because I had, um, low iron. So yeah, that, that was the only thing that made me not too good but apart from that yeah it was pretty I loved it could eat whatever I wanted yeah <laughs> eat oh, all the food yeah. 
<laughs> oh, well, that's good. And where did you choose, being on the Gold Coast, did you go through the public system or did you go private? Yeah. No, I just went public. Through Gold Coast Uni? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were you allocated a midwife or did you just go straight through to the hospital? Uh, straight to the hospital. I did um, shared care with a uh, midwife clinic just in Varsity and um, then was at the hospital when they needed me. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you do anything to prepare for your birth with Zara? No, but I wish I did. I had no idea about all this um, hypnobirthing and everything and all that stuff. And I know a few girls who have actually done that and they suggest it so much. So for baby number three, <laughs> I think that's the path I'll take. Yeah, absolutely. I did, I did nothing. I was just, I bounced around on a ball, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were quite, about it. <laughs> how old were you when you had Zara? Uh, 21. Yeah. yeah, 21, yeah. Yeah, and did you find the care through um, Gold Coast Uni good? Yeah, I did. I really liked it. Um, anything I said they listened to and were just at my every need, so I thought it was really great. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I find uh, all my friends who have birthed at Gold Coast Uni have had a really good experience. They're such a yeah. good hospital. Yeah, which is, which is good. I think that's what they're really known for, their birthing suites and everything as well. Yeah, they're amazing there. So let's go through your birth story with Zara. Can mm -hmm. you tell us about the very first signs of labour and how yeah. far along you were? Um, I was 41 weeks, so overdue, and it was about 3 in the morning. I was getting up every 20 to 30 minutes and I'm like, oh, gosh, I just have to keep going to the bathroom every 30 minutes. I'd come back in and then go back to bed and then wake up again and the next 30 minutes and I was like, oh, okay, like I think this is it. You know, it's happening every 30 minutes. Um, and then I was out in the lounge room just pacing back and forth because I didn't want to wake Brayden up because, you know, well, I knew it wasn't active yet. I was just yeah. going through the motions and honestly I would need sleep after birth. So he can sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> I need it after. <laughs> so I'll let him sleep. But then he actually figured out I wasn't there, came out, and he was so sweet. It was so funny as soon as everything kicked in because I knew he was paying attention in, like, our birthing classes. He was, like, an absolute gem. He's like, okay, let's count the contractions. Let's time them. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, I wasn't even listening. Like, <laughs> good on you. I'm so glad you were. We're going over. He's, like, going through. He's like, have you lost your mucus plug? I was like, are you serious? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the middle of something. I, I don't know what's going on. And he's like, okay, looking through the bathroom, going around everywhere. Um, and then he called the midwife and she's like, yeah, like we should get her in um, if she's feeling lightheaded as well, which I was a little bit from, from my iron levels. She was like, we'll get her in, we'll test her. So we went in, um, started the drive. I already got into that huge hormonal shift where you start getting quite not really mad but the radio started really annoying me because they were just talking mm. and there was no music and I was moving around in the car trying to get comfy with each contraction and I just hit the radio I was like if they don't play any music I'm <laughs> going to lose it and Brayden is just driving he's like calm down it's okay like it's fine like it's all right I'm speeding and like if we get pulled over you just explain to them and I was like okay <laughs> no worries <laughs> I'll explain we're having a baby <laughs> um but yeah got to the hospital 
I did have to wait a little bit because they didn't think I was um, that In far along. Labor. What yeah, time was I, this? Pardon? What time did you get to the hospital? Um, it was about 8. I remember looking at our car ticket um, from the parking and it was about 8, 8.01 or something, something yeah. like that. And um, I went up there, but because I was just sitting and moving around, I wasn't screaming yet. So they were like, oh, she can wait a little while. And I was like, oh, thanks. But we... <laughs> We got in finally and they got a, us a little birthing suite and while they were setting everything up, they asked if I wanted a water birth and I was like, yes, I would love one. That's amazing. Um, so they were getting that ready and while they were doing that, I was like, I'm really, really sorry, but I just have to go to the bathroom. Is that okay? And they were like, of course you can go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay. So I went in there and I just felt like I had to do the biggest poo of my life and I was like <laughs> oh my god like this is so weird like but I wanted to get it out because I've heard stories you know you poo when you deliver so I'm like yeah. if I get it out now they won't see it <laughs> but I was like being sneaky I was in the bathroom and I was like push out this poo oh my god and Brayden was squatting next to me in the toilet he's like it's all right like we'll just quickly do it just quickly do it I'm like okay so I'm there trying to get this poo out and the lady comes in uh, she's like, everything okay in here? I was like, yeah, like, I'm really sorry, but I just I just got to do it. I just need to. She's like, okay, do you mind if I just check, like, how everything's going down there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So she comes over, has a look, and she's like, yeah, so your baby's actually here, and if you don't want to birth her in the toilet, we should actually go <laughs> out of the toilet. I was like, okay, no worries. It's not a poo. It's her head. Um, <laughs> There's so much pressure down there, though. Yeah, you don't really well, know what's going on. I had no idea. I, I wish I could see. I was like, what, what is going on? Did the so, midwife um, see that she was crowning? Yes, yeah. Right. She was like, we need we need to move. And I'm like, okay. So there goes my poo little incident. <laughs> <laughs> and we went out there and then she said, we actually don't have time for a water birth now because obviously we're ready. I was like, okay, no worries. That's fine. So I just crouched up over the bed, um, sort of like kneeling over the bed, which was really comfortable for me. Um, and yeah, just started, just started pushing and it went really, really fast that our midwife, we had a, had a student midwife actually deliver Zara. So the poor thing, I don't know what number delivery it was for her, but <laughs> she was crouching under me and Brayden said, my God, it was like you were hiking a football. You were just standing over and the midwife just catches Zara as she falls out and lifts her up. And she's like, here's your baby. And the poor midwife's covered in everything. And she's like, oh, it's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, my God. But, yeah, Brayden was in shock. He was like, oh, Jesus. Like, it just flopped out of her. Like, <laughs> Gosh, that like, sounds oh. so quick. What time was she born? Uh, nine fourteen. So very, Holy. very fast. Yeah, which is why it was so fast. I actually tore quite bad. I had no idea that I tore. That I was um on the bed holding Zara, and then they were like, "Okay, we just have to go to surgery." I was like, "Oh, why? What are we doing? Like, is this is this with the delivery process? Are you in doing some plastic surgery now or yeah. something?" I was like, "What a great, what a great place!" And they're like, "They're like, no, you've actually yeah, you tore really bad." I was like. Oh, all right, okay, whatever. So we went over. Poor Brayden was just left with Zara. They literally didn't move from when I went to have um, surgery to when I came back because he's like, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> it was literally, they just had skin to skin for like two hours just sitting there. And he's like, it was great, but is she hungry? And I'm like, probably. Like, 
<laughs> so did they so they took you straight to surgery yeah literally straight away like, I think I was holding Zara for maybe a few minutes and I was like yeah they just took her off and they were like sorry like we have to go straight to surgery you're losing quite a lot of blood down there and I was like okay like that's fine yeah <laughs> no worries <laughs> did they say what tear it was uh, I think it was four fourth degree right so it was quite mm. a quite a hectic tear yes yeah I think I think they said it was like the second worst from memory. Right. I think, yeah. Wow. So yeah, not fun. <laughs> so did you stay in hospital then for a little while? Um, it was just a day, <clears throat> right? Just to get my um blood levels back up from my low iron and um all that, and then to make sure I was fine moving around with the stitches and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it, it felt it felt like long, but I don't think it was. It was yeah, about a day. Yeah. Well, what a whirlwind of a birth. <laughs> it for your was first one especially. Fast. Pardon? For your first one especially. Oh, yeah. Well, That's I was. So I just let my body take control. I didn't really plan anything with, you know, the midwives or the doctors. I was just like, whatever, whatever happens, I'll just go with it. And, yeah, football birth it was. <laughs> uh, it's one for the books. <laughs> <laughs> and how was your postpartum recovery then? <clears throat> Obviously having quite a bad tear how yeah. long did it take you to recover from that and how was your recovery well I honestly thought it would take a lot longer um to heal but when the midwife came around the first and second week it was pretty much fully fully healed um which was really good it was just a little bit uncomfortable to sit um which wasn't wasn't that much of a problem but um probably the only thing that I was uncomfortable with um and then it was it was more so my um having low eye and I was just like always sort of faint and lightheaded I couldn't really um do much I remember coming home the first day we came home and my mum came over from her house and she had to bath Zara because I literally couldn't even like stand up so that was probably the hardest part just you know not knowing if I stood up with Zara I was like whoa could have could have fainted or fallen over, but mm. that that didn't last too long. I reckon about about a month, everything was back to normal, which was um, which was really really lucky. Oh, good. And did mm. you breastfeed Zara, or did you formula feed her? No, so she was formula fed. Um, I did get told quite a lot from my midwife at the time. She really really wanted me to breastfeed, but I just really had to stick to my guns because personally, it's just um. For, for me, just personally, not to breastfeed, but it actually turned out better because I didn't produce anything anyway. So I was like, thank God. Oh, <laughs> My poor okay. baby would have starved. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really wanted to talk about um, mm. your decision to formula feed because I feel as though, you know, there is a stigma around so much pressure for women to breastfeed yeah. from the hospitals yeah. and midwives. Mm. What made you decide to put her straight on formula? It's just a personal preference of mine. I just, it's just not, not really for me. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't know. I yeah. Just, yeah. Just having You didn't that, feel connection to it. And... Yeah. It's just, yeah, I get a bit of an odd feeling, um, which is, I've, I've been told is quite normal. My, um, my love language isn't, um, physical touch. So like having that, even though she's my daughter, I'm like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit weird, but like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you just 
go straight on formula. But yeah, it turned out well because I didn't produce anything anyway. But um, oh, that's good. And did yeah. you? Well, I mean, it's not good that you didn't produce it, but it's good that it turned out well. <laughs> it's good that it turned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? And did you feel pressure from? the hospital oh, or I, your midwives not the hospital but the midwife that I was um going to every so often when you had to every single time she really would pressure me and she would say some things like oh well she's not she's not going to grow properly she's not going to be good at this and do you know that they she'll be smarter and all this stuff and I'm like I don't think that's right I was like it's it's fed as best you know if she's growing and healthy and I don't think it's going to mattered that much um oh, gosh that and, shits me oh I know I know and I was like but are you really just have to stand your ground like if you with whatever you want to do in your birth um your birth plan with breastfeeding or not because yeah she every single time and each time I was really firm and I was like listen no you know you've just got to tell them straight because no yeah. one no one's gonna know you better than yourself and your family and your baby better than you like she's not coming home and waking up at three in the morning going to feed your baby for you. So, yeah, yeah, gotta, exactly. Well done yeah. for standing your ground and being young too. That's amazing. Good job. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, oh, and how was the rest of your postpartum period? Oh, good. really, really great. Really easy. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I and don't adjusting to motherhood. Um. I loved it um, because I could finally be a kid without people, you know, being like, oh, she's yeah. very childish. <laughs> um, just having a little a little best friend everywhere I go. It was it was great. It still is great. She's still yeah. great. <laughs> That's but, yeah. incredible. So good. So you had Zara and Oakley quite close together. So yes. we will start on Oakley's story then. Yeah. What was your conception like with him? Um, so Oakley's a funny story. After actually um, birthing Zara within a few hours, after I got back from surgery, Brayden actually said, should we should we go for number two? I was like, mate, <laughs> Calm oh, down. God, do you want to go for number two? We can swap. Like, <laughs> oof, Jesus. I was like, how about I just, you know, get everything back, get my body back, feel comfy. and Just got my hoo-ha stitched up. Yeah, I'm not thinking like, about number want- two. You want to stitch up you? Like, let's go. All right. <laughs> and he was he was like, oh, you know, just get him out of the way early. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll think about it. And anyway, fast forward 13 months. Oakley was um, born 13 months later. But conception, I did not plan it. But Brayden <laughs> did plan Oakley without me knowing, a little sneaky. My God, fault. 13 months, you must have been four months postpartum when you conceived. Mm. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, my fault. I was I was feeling good. I was feeling confident. He, he took that the wrong way. He was like, she's ready. She's feeling good. <laughs> Let's put her back into pregnancy mode. I was like, oh, God. But um, I actually told him. I was like, oh, they're. My friend told me a way that you can actually try and conceive a boy like and a girl, like there's a way to pick. So I told him how to do it and he he was like, okay, that's good and went on my little period planner app on my Flow or whatever that, that little app's called. Mm. He went on there and he's like, okay, so if it says conception's happening here, we need to do it on this day because the boy sperm lasts a day and if we <laughs> do it right then, it'll be a boy. And I'm like, 
oh god so he's telling me the story after after he told me that yeah i did this and we're gonna be pregnant before i even had a test <laughs> he's like hey hey um have you taken a test and i was like no why i'm not expecting my period yet he's like oh okay and a week later he's like have you taken a test i was like no and then i'm like oh, i should though so i did one and yeah it turns out pregnant and he oh, was like that's Haha. crazy <laughs> after that after obviously doing it in one cycle mm. and after being told that you'll never have kids. I I know. I was I was in shock. I was like, I thought Zara would literally be the only one because of how the doctor was explaining it. Even when even when I went for um a X-ray to see all the cysts, it was I looked and I was like, Jesus, that looks bad. Like my I'm covered. And mm. yeah. Two two bubs, so oh crazy! And yeah. how was your pregnancy with Oakley? Um, pretty much the same as Zara. I did get a little bit more sick um at the start, just morning sickness. Not really, not really throwing up or anything, but just you know picky with foods and didn't really eat. So that was probably the only thing. But after that first trimester, it was yeah really cruisy. Back to eating double and feeling good. <laughs> Oh, that's good. And how was it being pregnant with a little bubba? Did it feel obviously it would have been a bit harder? Um, yeah, it was. It was just more so because she was obviously still at that age, you know, you gotta pick them up, you gotta, mm. you know, feed them, do everything like that. But I don't know, she took it really well. She was she knew she was more like really connected and she always, always wanted to hug Belly and all that stuff. So it was it was really good for her as well, sort of knowing that a baby, you know, is coming. Um, she's not going to be the only one, but yeah, it was it was pretty easy with her. So I was really really lucky. Oh, that's good. Mm. And obviously, you had a pretty good b- birth with um, Zara. We're mm. going into this second one with the same sort of idea of care and everything. Um, yeah, I did the, the shared care again, um, but with this one, uh, it was a planned cesarean. So they actually suggested because your birth is going to be, you know, so really, really, yeah, really, really close. We suggest you do a cesarean because of your tear was quite bad. And, um, if you had, if you go again now, you will most likely tear all the way through and they're mm-hmm. like you if you don't want to wear nappies for the rest of your life and you want to control your bladder i suggest mm. we do a c-section and i was like yeah like let's let's do that because <laughs> i do not want to wear nappies forever <laughs> no, and were, you, you. were you completely okay about having a c-section yeah yeah definitely i felt that you know i i did the natural and it was all good and i loved it and you you know you got that power powerful feeling from your mm. birth and just to have the other option of having a C-section, just to just to know and go through that journey as well. Because if there's a third, I can be like, oh well, you know, I did both, and we can do this one, or we can do this one, or yeah, yeah, just to just to know. And then even to, to tell um, friends, family, or anyone listening today, you know, the different sides to each each birth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, can you take us to your birth story with Oakley? Went, how mm. far along with were you? And can you tell us all about a planned cesarean? Because we've got a lot of listeners, you know, who might find this very, very interesting. Yeah. So Oakley, I uh, was the, I think it was booked in on the four, 40 weeks. Um, yeah. So he was 
fully planned on to be to go in on the 15th September so planned you go in um you just we're just sitting there filling out all the paperwork and you're in there for maybe like an hour or two before you actually um go into surgery which was fine you just you just hang out um get all dressed go into surgery and yeah it's really <laughs> it's just so um relaxing to me to just lie there and they start the surgery and Brayden was to my right and the doctor was to my left I was just lying there and we were just cracking jokes and you know chatting away having a great time and then the doctor was like oh sorry guys um baby's actually here do you want to have a look and we were like oh oh we're done oh, oh okay <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what's the end to the joke? I was like, we're not going to finish that first. Like, so it happened in about seven minutes, you know. They did the incision. Next minute the, he was like, oh, yeah, just look over the screen and, and there's Bob. And I was like, oh, hello. Like, <laughs> nice to meet you. There you are. Um, and, and yeah, the, you just lie there and you just they just take you out. You can't feel anything. It's just um, all really, really numb, sort of like, you know, you've got that tingling butterfly feeling. Um, mm. which was really, yeah, well, relaxing. Nice. You did, yeah, so you just, you just lie there. Yeah. <laughs> no football one for this no, one. But, no football, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he just popped up. The only thing is um, being as they are uh, not ready. Well, they're, you know, they're full-term ready, but they didn't do it themselves Um so Oakley didn't obviously get ready in birth when he yeah. was ready. They just literally take him out. So he was like, oh, Jesus, I'm out. I'm in the world. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> so you got to really put them on your chest for, you know, the first few hours to get them comfortable and safe and with their breathing as well because they just literally pop out and they're like, I'm here. So, yeah. Yeah. It must so that, be a bit of a shock to him. <laughs> yeah. So but apart from that, God, I loved it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love to hear yeah. a good C-section birth. Yes, yes. It was very relaxing. I'd probably do that again. And I was actually surprised with the recovery to that um, instead of the natural. Yeah. It was, for me, a lot a lot easier. No no pain or anything like that. They just tell you you can't um, reach up or lift up anything heavy. So I couldn't lift up Zara for a few weeks. So my mum was over every day just helping with that, you know, putting her to bed, picking her up if she wanted a hug and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, apart from that, I was, yeah, really, really, really happy with that. That's so good. How yeah. long did you stay in the hospital after your C-section? Uh, it was a bit longer. It was two days. We had to stay in there with Oakley yeah. um, just to make sure everything, everything was fine again. Um, and because they just had to monitor his breathing a little bit more because he did obviously just come out and he was like, oh, I'm here. Mm. ready um but yeah there was it was pretty cruisy I don't think I needed to be there that long but yeah <laughs> I was like oh, they... another day that's fine. yeah <laughs> sometimes it's nice I I'll guess, just go but... to the computer and put in yeah. my meals <laughs> <laughs> and did they when they um when Oakley was born did they put mm. him straight on your chest yes yeah straight away yep after so did they cut they cut Brayden the just went around yeah Brayden went around and did all that and then they brought him straight to me yeah, Which was, and, yeah, really good. And how was Brayden seeing you have a C-section? I know that I've had a couple of guy friends say it was mm. quite confronting. How did he handle it all? Um, he didn't really. He was just too busy chatting away. I don't know. I think it was. 
I think it was sounds so cruisy. It was. <laughs> we were literally lying there. I just literally chatting about life and you know Zara and whatever was going on, and then. He was like, oh, guys, guys, Bob's here. And we were like, oh, oh, oh Jesus, all right. Like, <laughs> you didn't give us a warning. He was like, oh, we just did baby. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, I think he was a lot more relaxed, you know, wasn't watching me swear and lean over a over a bed, hiding mm. up my baby. So, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was really good. I don't even actually remember if he tried to take a peek at the incisions or anything. Um, yeah. I wanted him to. That's right, I did. Because I'm interested in all that. I did nursing in um at uni for a bit and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, can you just quickly take a look? Like, have a look at all the insides and all this stuff. And he was like, he's like, God, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's like, can't you feel it? I was like, no. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I think, I so think if there was a third, he'd probably be like, let's just do a C-section because I'm not dealing with the first again. Yeah, like, like, like he's not dealing with it, you know. <laughs> men, so bloody men, eh? <laughs> so your recovery then after the C-section was good. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing to report there. Just always looking at your little stitches, little scar. Mm. But that's about it. It's not as prominent as um I thought it would be. Um, yeah, which is really good because you know everyone can get a bit self-conscious about that. But yeah, it's it's actually quite quite fine oh gosh that sounds amazing yeah <laughs> you're a c-section advocate i i love it I, <laughs> but then again i it, it, it's not the same for everyone oh i did no. actually i did forgot to mention i did get um a little bit of sh- sort of shaking afterwards which is also quite normal so anyone who goes for a c-section obviously you have the epidural to numb you from the waist down um but after holding Oakley, I did shake quite a bit and Brayden actually freaked out a little bit. He thought it was ro- something wrong. But it's just like a little, I don't even know what they call it. Mm. You just some little after aftershock thing when your body's coming back to reality, sort of. Yeah. I actually but, yeah. heard that quite Oh, you did? Week. Yeah, with an unmedicated birth. Oh, and wow. It was yeah. A huge adrenaline rush, they called it. Yeah. But we go all up and down the earth and we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This birth is pretty hectic. Yeah. <laughs> so with obviously then you chose to formula feed Oakley again. Yeah. Did you have a different midwife? And I'm interested to see what mm. that midwife's opinion of it was and did you get pressure from them to breastfeed at all? No. So I had a completely different midwife, which I was happy about because I was like, oh, here we go. we got to go down the same train again. But yeah. Um, she was, she was amazing. She, as soon as I told her what had happened with Zara and how I, you know, just started formula feeding straight away, she was like, oh, great. How is she going? You know, healthy. Is she okay? And I'm like, yeah, yep. She's great. Perfect. Um, really, really happy, happy baby. And from then she was like, okay, so we just want to do formula for the next one. Are you going to, do you want to experience with breastfeeding? And then I just went straight. I was like, I'll just go straight to, straight to formula. I didn't produce with Zara, so I'm not really going to pressure anything to try and happen and then not have anything there for poor Oakley but and then I said honestly like it's just personal preference she was like fine that's that sounds great let's just do it and just left it at that so I was really really happy with that so every I that first midwife appointment with her for Oakley I was like oh I'm gonna have to you know every midwife appointment go through the same thing and sort of get you know riled not really riled up but sort of like passionate I guess about like, yeah this is my way and you know that that sort of 
feeling you get going into an appointment like that. But yeah, she was amazing. She was like, perfect. Let's just do this. Done. Tick. Done. And I was like, oh, great. Like, thank I God for that. That's yeah. how it should be. I mean, breastfeeding is, yeah. is such a hectic task mm. and yeah. it is not for everyone. And I feel as though mum's mental health is probably the most I, important thing. Mum's well, happy and healthy, then you've got a happy 100%. and healthy baby. 100%. I take my hat off to to everyone who breastfeeds. I'm like, gosh, it's you're there all the time for that bub. Like, it's mm. amazing. Like, dad, dad can't do it. He can't wake up and pop out his boob for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's all on you. And that takes so much, so much time and energy and just, yeah, amazing. But good on it was you. Just, it was just good. It was just um, good. I think it was the age difference. My first midwife was quite, um, quite old. Not not old old, but you know, mm. did did all did all her training back back in the day, and the latest one she was just fresh out of uni, you know. So she's had all the research and you know everything, and plus just nowadays being like, okay, that's your choice, yeah, awesome, yeah. You know? Exactly. Whereas the first one, she was like, no, it's this way or the highway. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> No, it's my way. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, unless you're getting this baby out, we're doing it my way. <laughs> exactly. Well, good on you. Oh, mate. And what was your postpartum like with Oakley having um, already like a 13-month-old? Uh, yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy. It was only... More so when you really had to be with Oakley, you know, the feeding and sort of crying or whenever he needed you. And she she did get a little bit jealous, as they as they would, you know, she's just been her for yeah, you know, a year. Um, but what I found really, really helped was you involve them. So I involved Zara in literally everything. Um, I made her feel like she was needed for everything. And it made her feel really, really happy and you know, wanted because it's so easy to, even though you might be next to them rocking rocking your baby um, and they're right next to you, they could feel that, you know, you don't even really care or yeah. something simple like that. So everything, feeding, nappy changes, you know, you just get him involved and from then she's been inseparable with Oakley. I don't think they've had a day alone Aww. by themselves. They literally, they, they're minions now and they <laughs> run ragged, they crash tackle each other and... Yeah. It's crazy. But in that, <laughs> when he was a baby, it was, it was great. She always just helped and yeah, always just sat with us. So it was, it was really good. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. How old are they now? Uh, so three, Zara's three and Oakley's two in September. And what's it like life with two toddlers? Oof, Jesus. It <laughs> is, <laughs> well, grocery shopping's fun. That's, that's one thing. <laughs> Um, I can't believe you take them both grocery shopping. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of times we've gone to the grocery <laughs> shop and after each shop, Brady and I are like, you guys aren't coming next time. It's just one of us going. <laughs> and then we go a week later and we're all back in the car going to do the groceries. <laughs> Why did we do this again? Uh, I'm, oh, I honestly don't know. They just, it's, you know, we're going to look back at it and be like, oh God, those grocery shops. But at the same time, it's, it's fun. It's, it is definitely, definitely crazy and, and hard, but then at the same time it's amazing and fulfilling and, you know, just, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to. Beautiful chaos. It. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. 
they they have the most amazing days. Everyone's happy, and then one day, you know, I give Zara the wrong coloured plate, and the whole world's tips up down. You know, <laughs> so oh, they have but, such big feelings, don't they? Oh, <laughs> it's it's fun, yeah, crazy fun. Oakley, poor thing, he he's only recently started getting all his words out and talking, whereas Zara's been talking since she was about one. So he just sits there and she talks for him and he's like, yeah, like just we're doing what she does. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, you two are just planning against me. Oh, that's awesome. So you're going to have a third, I heard you mention. Are you going to try oh, for a third? Well, I, I, I'd love it. I just I, I want more, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if Mr's ready. He's going to. He's going to listen to this and be like, oh, we're having a third. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, well, you know, it's so much fun. What's, what's another? You know, what's, what's another baby in Might the Might as well tuck another one in there. Yeah. Three's a good number. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, so I have some questions. Mm, yes. So if you could give one piece of advice mm. to a mama about to embark on a motherhood journey, what would mm-hmm. it be? Hmm. Just one. Oh gosh, just one. You can give a couple. Okay. No, no. (laughs) You you got me fine. Uh, The main thing I would say is to really stand your ground with whatever choice you want to do. Um, No one, like I said before, no one knows you, your family, your baby better than you, and they're not going to be there after your birth to help with anything. You know, they. Any any direction you want to go in, you just stand your ground. You get you get your intuition, and you just go with it, um, because this is your, you know, your life, your baby, your family. So you go you go with someone's word or your doctor's word that you're not comfortable with, and you'll be like, not sure about that for your whole your whole journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just st- stand and be stuck with whatever you want to do because you know you know yourself better. Perfect advice. Yeah. The intuition is strong when you become How, a mum. Oh my gosh. I was just about to say with with you, obviously, you get as soon as you get it, as soon as Bub's born, you're like, everything's right. I know everything. Yeah. I I'm like, I know what my mum is talking about now. Literally. <laughs> but you, 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 you really do. do. Yeah. I feel you like get, it's like a feeling. wired into us as mothers. I, I think it is because you know, any anything that you think might be wrong or people like, oh no, no, it's fine. But you have that gut feeling, you you go with it. Never, never go against it. Mm. Um but yeah, I just all those times my mum was like, Oh, no, 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 you, this is this is right, this is what's gonna happen. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. And then, you know, turns out she's right. And <laughs> now I've got that over everyone, you know. <laughs> I can't wait to use it. <laughs> oh god. And then the next question is, mm. do you have any product recommendations for mums? So things mm. like like I recommended my um camera. Oh. Maybe monitor. Just yeah, anything that yeah. you think like that you was an absolute essential or you know, a pregnant mama might be listening to and just mm. tossing up what to, to decide to buy. The most amazing thing I had was a baby carrier. I mm. invested into a really, really good baby carrier. Just because with Zara running around, having Oakley, excuse me, having Oakley on my chest and just being able to, you know, hang out with her or go for a walk or do all the chores while Oakley was still just on me asleep, it was just super, super easy. Made everything so much easier. 
and they're comfy there. You know, they've been in your tummy for so long and yeah, they just, yeah, really love it there. So I thought that was, that was really great. Um, what brand did you get? Um, baby Born, Baby Bjorn or Baby Yeah, Baby Born. yeah. Yeah. Would you that recommend one. that brand? Yeah, I really liked that. And they've got super, super comfy for me and Bub and different colours and patterns. Obviously, I had to get black for Brayden, you know. Mm. Dad took it out. <laughs> Can't have a bright pink one. Going yeah. <laughs> so that was good as well. But, um, but yeah, and that as well, the versatility, like Brayden could do it, you know. like yeah. He could use that as well. It was not just just purely for um, me and Bub, but it did help out a lot doing chores and the washing and just all that because, yeah, he wouldn't cry. He's like, oh, I'm just here. That's fine, you know. Um, but, yeah. Incredible. Hmm. Well, Logan, your story is amazing. I loved it. Hmm. I can't so- wait to hear about baby number three. Yeah. <laughs> Brayden. And Brayden can't wait to hear about it either. <laughs> yeah. He'll come to me. He'll be like, okay, well then. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your journey today and I Thank wish you, you all the best. Thank you for having me. You too. She's impossible not to love, isn't she? Another perfect example of trusting your intuition and sticking with it. Well done, Logan, for being so young and sticking to your guns and standing up for what you believe in. You can follow along with Logan's motherhood journey on Instagram. She has 11,000 followers and often posts about fashion, beauty, and motherhood. It's at LoganCook underscore. And she is due to get married in a few months. So congratulations, Logan. You're going to make a beautiful bride. We'll see you guys next time on the show. Remember, Mama, you're everything that your baby needs and you're doing an amazing job.